Welcome to Meet the Cast at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome your guest moderator, Craig Stevens. Thank you so much genuinely for coming out. We have an incredible Meet the Actors for you guys tonight. Uh, one is Divergent, one is Dauntless, but they are both incredible in Insurgent. And to prove it, let's take a look at the trailer. You found it. The future our people deserve. What does Janine think is in that box, Caleb? I don't know, but she's testing divergence, searching for the one who can open it. Find them, every last one of them. Janine's never gonna stop coming after us. It's time we fight back. We don't have the numbers. We will. This is factionless? This is insane. Janine claims you're all dangerous insurgents. If we were to combine forces, we'd be unstoppable. I can't let anyone else die because of me. Trust, help me! It's really good to see you again. You need to be strong. She's the one. Let's begin. I'm not gonna fight you. Of course you're not. You're gonna fight you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our very special guests, Shaylee Woodley and Theo James. Welcome to London. Thank, Thank you. you. Is this kind of your lives now? Does this happen, you know, I've just got a nip and get the paper and this happens? Yeah, pretty much. We uh, open no. our front doors and it's like, oh, hi. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> let's go get coffee. <laughs> well, let's talk about Insurgent. Um, the movie takes place literally three days after we last see you in Divergent. A um, couple of things that come to mind. A, the hair. That gets the snip, right? Um, Cut it in the bud. Cut it, it's gone, it's all over. Now, we kind of realized Fault in Our Stars might have had something to do with that, but it was in the book anyway, right? It was in the book. Uh, in the novel, Tris cuts it to about chin length, and we decided to go shorter, A, because my hair was shorter, and a wig wouldn't quite look so great in an action film. But also, it, there was something strong about having a, a female heroine with short hair. We haven't really seen that in, in a while. Um, in terms of the movie, how do you go... <laughs> we haven't seen short hair on women for years. Well, no, like in an action film. Halle Berry had I short know. hair in an action <laughs> film, but it's, it is quite rare, you yeah. know? Um, and it's quite nice, the fact that you guys literally pick up this movie straight off the back of the last one. So the audience, literally, we're going to just kind of watch that roller coaster continue. But in terms of for you guys, it's like a year and a half later in your lives. How does that preparation go for you? How do you get back into, into the characters of Tristan Four? It's mainly about diet. We have like a special diet, um, which is coconut water and um, chocolate bars. No, uh, you, I you, wish. you kind of um, yeah. We actually we both said to to each other on the first day of filming, which happened to be the scene where um, Tris reveals that she's had a haircut, and they have a little chat. And we were um, we were there, and we were in Amity, which is this kind of big, gorgeous field in in the middle of Georgia. We're in a different city. 
we were with a different director and we were, had a moment of, of thinking, shit, who the, f- who the fuck are these characters? Um, so we had to kind of remind ourselves, but then it, then it happened, hopefully. Uh, for you? No, no, I was just going to agree with you. bon. Uh, yes, we. He's so French, I love it. Um, let's talk about the fact that, that Divergent became such a huge phenomenon. Was there a point when you were making Divergent that you went, hey, listen, do you know what? We're onto something special. I mean, obviously, we know there was a built-in fan base from the novels, which, which is, is huge. But in terms of making the movie, do you sort of go, oh, wow, we are part of something stunning? You said that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <Stunning>. God. <laughs> um, no, you know, when, when you're on a movie set, you don't... At least I'm not, and I, I think Theo as well. You're not really thinking about what's going to happen once it comes out. You're you're really focused on the work at hand, and you're focused at bringing truth and honesty into these characters and to creating the best story that you possibly can. Uh, and then after that, the job really relies, it, it rests in the, the editor's hand and the director's hand and the producers in the studio, and we just sort of have to surrender and hope that the movie we made on set is the movie that will come out. And it's always exciting to finally be able to present that project, but when you're actually filming it, you're not you're not thinking about the final product. I don't think. Um, in terms of you guys as well, uh, getting slightly filmy and geeky here, um, Neil Berger, who did an incredible job on Divergent, couldn't do this movie. I, I believe he was doing post on this, and you guys were already prepping for the next movie, so it was very little break for you. What was it like knowing that he kind of helped you guys set up those characters, if you like, and now he's not on board, and you've got a new director? Does it is that feel like starting again? It takes a little bit of time, yeah, to, to re kind of well to acquaint yourself with the director and start working in a way where it's it's, it's very quick and you know uh, have a shorthand because obviously you develop that over a period of time with with Neil. But it was it was good in in many ways because you get new energy and I think you'll be pleased when you see the movie. It's it's expanded the world. It's it's a it's a giant movie. It's it's really quite impressive piece of work. So well done, well done, Schwenke. Well uh, that's his second name. His first name's Robert. His middle name is uh, Hans. No, I don't know what his name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's fun. Shailene's like, who directed our movie again? I was on set. Um, do you want to have a quick look at the clip? Here's here's one of the reasons why. If you think your ideal night out would be dinner with Shailene, think again. Take a look at this. Tris, I think you should go to Erudite and kill Janine yourself. I'll stay with Caleb so that you don't get him killed too. What? Come on, you know, like you did your parents. Theo, is that pretty much dinner, lunch, off with Shailene? Is that how it works? I wanted the bread roll! Yeah, pretty much. She's, she's intense. She's extremely intense. How many times can you now go up to Miles Town and go, it's just not my tempo, buddy? <laughs> just, just mock him every time you film the next movie. That's what we want to do. It's just not my tempo. Um, talking of which, let's talk about the cast. What an incredible cast. And you have two sort of huge names that join as well. What was it like when those guys came on board? It was great, yeah. Um, um, Octavia Spencer, Shay. Octavia Spencer, amazing human being and incredible actress. <laughs> Naomi she's Watt. watching. <laughs> what? Naomi Watt. Another incredible human being and amazing actor. Um, no, I mean, it's wonderful to have fresh energy on set. And, and both of those ladies only worked a few days, but what they brought was so powerful. They're really um, important pieces to, to the, the arc of the storyline. And in the next movie, even their characters will add a lot 
Yeah. <laughs> we we obviously worked out that uh, Naomi was about seven when she had me. And everyone keeps saying, yeah. everyone keeps saying, she looks like she's your sister. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I, I don't know what that means particularly, but either way, it's sexy. There are some parts of this country, it's accepted. And I'm naming none of them because I still need the work. Um, this, one goes <laughs> this one goes full on balls out action. Let's be honest. Um, it really does. It, it's nonstop from literally the moment, the first frame of the film to the end of the movie. You are holding your breath. What was it like being part of what must be considered more of an action movie? Was that mean more training? Was that more intense for you guys? Or was that <laughs> bring on the stunt double, let them do it? No, I mean, you would assume it would be more training, but on on the first film, there was actually a few weeks of a sort of boot camp that we all went through together. And on this film, it was more individual-based, just basically staying fit and ensuring that when the stunt days came around, we were able to perform um, the particular stunts and be agile and whatnot. But it was exciting. The, the, the neat thing about this film is it is bigger in, in, actions, uh, in action sequences and whatnot, but it's also, I find, more emotional because... The first movie was all about setting up the storylines and really uh, educating the audience about what this world was about and, and how people function together. And in this movie, it's it's about exploring the relationships and how certain people affect others and um, their emotional depths and capacities. I mean, with that in mind, obviously, from the first film, you know, the characters are very layered characters. So does throwing on the action scenes and having to keep that level of layered character and, and like you say, the emotions that she's going through, it changes with every scene. There's like three or four different emotions per, per scene, if you like, which is incredible for an actress anyway. The director says as well, he's like, fear, do it. <laughs> and then you do a scared face and then... Yeah, yeah. But then when you're on wire work being thrown around and trying to deliver that as well, does that make it twice as tough or is that... Does no, it, you're that right, no you right. do have to um, re remember to ground it in, in something real. I mean, always, you're right. Yep. It's hard because, uh, you know, there's when, you're, when you see the film, there's big sound effects, which lends to a certain, uh, you know, it, it affects you as an audience member. When you're filming it, it's easy to sort of forget about the stakes. You know, you're running down a hallway and you're holding a gun, you're pretending to be shooting, but you're not actually shooting and no one's actually getting hurt and there's no loud music. There's just 20 guys behind the camera running with you. So um, it's important to actually remind ourselves and remind each other to raise the stakes and make it feel really, really important and and life-threatening. And how much are you allowed to do? Is there an insurance bloke at the back of the room going, I don't think you're going to let Theo do that, I'm afraid? Yeah, I mean they, they don't let him do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Shout We've out. We've outed him. Uh, there, is, there is a certain point in which insurance steps in and says you're not allowed to do specific stunts and whatnot, which is always a bummer because the, the amazing stunts, the ones that you really want to do, are the ones you're not allowed to do. Yeah. What What was your favorite moment or stunt that you were allowed to do? Is there a, is there a, a moment from the film? Because there's a scene with the house, which I don't want to give too much away because these guys are going to see the movie. Well, that's uh, in the trailer, Thursday. the scene with that's the house. in the trailer, yeah. So, well. I mean, that is insane. How much of that is you and how much is, are you not allowed to do? Most of it's me. Interest's uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. outfit, which is quite impressive. Um a lot of a, a lot of it is it's it's kind of a fair mix i would say that particular scene there was one day or a few days on set where there was four or five of us walking around with the short hair and the same outfit it's pretty funny but there the neat thing about that that entire scene is none of it cgi implemented all the special effects in the exterior but all the movements that tris makes in it 
I made or my stunt doubles made, which is really impressive, I think, on the on the stunt coordinator's part. They had this this platform on a hydraulic machine that would tilt in every single direction and we would run up it and slide down it and flames would explode out of windows and it was it was really nifty. What about for you, Theo? Was there a was there a particular moment that you kinda went, I am so doing that? Um, I got I kind of go get to do my all my my own stuff. Um, um, only because I don't have the wire work and stuff like that. I just beat loads of people up. Um, so yeah, no, it, it 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 was it was, yeah. Can we can we? There's do no end to that sentence except. So I mm. met these guys earlier today, and and Theo does what I like to call the Batman voice. You do the Batman voice. Should we do the Batman voice? Okay, sure. Do the Batman voice. So Batman begins at the beginning. He's like. Where are you? He's like, here. <laughs> that was a very short Batman voice. But, I'm Batman. but good, nonetheless. Talking of which, would you do, are you guys, superhero? I mean, the world loves a superhero movie now, right? We, can we see you in a superhero movie in the future? Would that be a, a, the ultimate dream? Shay wants to play a Smurf. Really? Can Who I just point out this? doesn't want to play a Smurf, Well, Theo? you see, you've got to be careful with the Smurf world, right? Because there's only one female in Smurf world, and she's always happy. There's only one female only in one the female in Smurf really? world. Yeah. What? They're pretty androgynous then, aren't they? Uh. Just saying, there's a lot of men and one happy girl. <laughs> Should we talk about fan pressure? Because these guys clearly love the books. They clearly love the movie. So... It's like a cue, wasn't it? It's like a... And now you guys. Um... Are you aware of fan pressure when you're when you're making these movies? Are you kind of thinking, you know, because obviously these books are a phenomenon, as we said, and not everything can make it onto the screen. I, I think Veronica's second book, you know, it's like 200, uh, is it 500 pages? How many pages? Five, five something? And then you've got to cram that into a, into a two-hour movie. That's, it's borderline impossible. Are you aware of what gets cut and that it could upset people? And are you aware of what makes it into the movie that could upset people? I mean, not... Uh you basically you start with a book and then the script gets developed and as you say uh, it's it, it's not almost it's impossible to make a, a film page for page for a book because it's an entirely different medium and you wouldn't want to anyway because the the way you tell a story in a film is very different from a book so inevitably there is streamlinings but we're we're never really conscious of it because as long as we feel like it is coherent with how we feel intimately that we know these characters and the story then then we're happy if you know what I mean and I mean intimately. There is a scene in the movie. Um, let's talk about Dauntless. Oh, you're filthy. Um, let's talk about Dauntless. Now, you're supposed to be upholding the law. You're supposed to be the, p the policing, if you like. Uh, you've never paid for a train ticket in your life. You jump on and you jump off. The conductor, no one makes money in the training train system because of you, buddy. Oh, just yeah. me? Oh, yeah, no, it's just you. <laughs> You're kind of ordering them around, right? Yeah. No one's buying a ticket. National Rail, I got, you know, <laughs> I've got my head on a plaque. That motherfucker. Um, yeah, no, we don't, we don't pay. Again, and we don't pay in this, actually. And sometimes you don't even get on the train, and to prove it, I've got a little clip. Take a look at this. You go, come on.
That is a skillful jump. It's just blooming dangerous, mate. You could have waited. <laughs> Someone said, did you, is that, did you jump? And I, that was a jump I, yes, I jumped. I was expecting to have, you know, I thought they might wire me and I'd be like a superhero. I'd be a proper, you know, like... But they were just like, no, just jump. Um, it was a long span, though, that you had to cross. Yeah, but it was funny. The person who asked me said, uh, did, you, did you jump? Is that you? And I was like, yeah. And it's like, is that, what was that like? Is that, uh, you know, <laughs> I was just like jumping. And it was like, Wait, is, that, is, is that the furthest you've ever jumped? I was like, <laughs> not, not, not really sure, to be honest. <laughs> very strange conversation. Anyway, I jumped it myself. Thank you very much, yeah. So in a scene like that, obviously, you know, is there anything that's practical? Because obviously, the, you know, as we talked about earlier, it's a CGI effects movie as well, but it's obviously, this, it's grounded in reality. Are there sets or is it completely green screen? You know, do we go like, now we'll chuck a train on later, it'll be fine. Or is there something coming towards you to give you point of reference? That particular shot, there, there wasn't anything. It was just, all right, Theo, jump from there to there, make a believable action. <laughs> you did a yeah, there was no train, was there? There was just um, a big field. And in no. fact, there wasn't even Jai, because we yeah, shot there that wasn't separately. a Jai. There was, no, there was no Jai running after us. There was just someone firing blanks into the air. So we had to be like, yeah. That was ducking, by the way. I liked it. Um, this movie as well, in 3D, is stunning. It is one of the finest 3D I've seen in a long time. I really, really enjoy it. There's so much that you kind of... It, it bounces out. We, again, we can't give too much away. Um, how aware of the 3D were you? You know, did you know it was going to be either f shot in 3D or, or, or turned into 3D at a later date? And you kind of try not to go <laughs> at cameras. Uh, not no. were because that's weird. But when we were filming, I don't think that we had the knowledge that it was going to be 3D until maybe towards the end of the shoot. We found out that it would be 3D, but they they converted it in post production. And Theo made a great point earlier that. You know, years ago when they would convert it, it, it would sometimes look janky. But now technology has expanded so, so vastly that you can take a movie that isn't filmed or isn't compatible with that type of a screen and that type of effect and transform it afterwards. It's amazing. It is stunning in 3D. It's really worth If you get the chance to catch it in, in 3D, please do. Um, should we, I mean, this is a kind of up to you, but there may be a couple of people with a question. You, how do you feel about that? <laughs> that man says yes. Um, should we, can we, this lady right here, she's like, oh my god, you picked me. It's not, it's not X Factor, love. I'm through. Um, oh, mine's to Shailene. Um, first off, I just wanted to thank you, because you really inspire me. So, um, I got you uh, a little present. Hang on, is that safe? Thank you. Safe? No. Should we get security to double check the gift first? No, it's a, a chakra necklace for you. Thank you so, so much. That's yeah. so thoughtful and generous. <laughs> Thank you. Where's my gift? Um, I could get that. You don't want to know what I want to oh. <laughs> oh, this is awkward. Does anyone have a gift for Theo? Oh, they do. Yeah, you can't bottle love. I'm just saying. Um, do you have a question as I well? Know, or I is it no, just I do actually oh, have. Do? Okay, cool. Um, Thank you. Tris is one of my favorite characters ever um, because she's so brave. But what makes you so proud to play her? I really fell in love with the fact that yes, Tris is brave, but um, she's not she's not brave without weakness. You know, she's not brave without being broken in some places, and uh, she is strong. But that strength comes from a refusal to be uncomfortable um, or to to live in 
comfortability. When she's faced with a situation, a crossroads, she chooses to to take on her demons versus turn away from them or shy away from them and, and reside in a sense of, of ease. And I think that, that it takes a lot of courage in order to stand up to your ghost, the ghost of your past and, and, and your current um, confrontations. So I was, I was very, I felt like she was a very empowering character and I was moved by, even though it's scary to, to become someone that you don't, you don't know what it looks like after you walk those steps, she was willing to, to trudge a new path. And you have really awesome hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> should we, should we pass you. the microphone behind? Should we just go behind? There we go. Lovely. Thank you. Um, my question is for both of you. Which film did you enjoy filming more and why? I enjoyed filming Insurgent more, way more, actually, than Divergent. Divergent was sim simply on a very surface level. Divergent was in Chicago in the winter, and um, Insurgent was in Atlanta in the summer. And I'm from Southern California, where it's sunshiny all the time, and so my warm blood was not used to the cold weather. But you, Atlanta was hot for you, right? Because you're from here. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. We um. haven't <laughs> seen sunshine, right? <laughs> we don't know what sunshine is, do we? No idea, no. Uh, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed them both kind of independently. I liked the first movie because the kind of discovery of Fours, his character's kind of the, his slow burn was interesting. But then this movie is was really fun, and we kind of took it to a, a whole new level. And also, Four is quite different in this movie. You know, we we get to see a different side of him. Um, he he's got something to lose now in in Tris, and he didn't have anything before. Uh, so, so, so he's almost there's a little bit more openness to him. I mean, still he's the same guy, so he's not that open. But um, yeah, so I'd say both. Talking uh, about the relationship between you guys as well. Um, in the first, I mean, the, the relationship between you two changes quite a lot in this film. Do you have to get back into that? Do you spend some time on set beforehand, just trying, you know, reconnecting with each other? Because the relationship does rely, that chemistry is all down to you guys. Now, Veronica said in an interview that she can put it on the page, but you guys have to deliver it, you know? So how, how does that reconnect work when you come back to see each other again? And you presumably haven't for a while. The nice thing is uh, Tristan Four's relationship is, is growing as well as just Theo and I getting to know one another. And so, I think that lends to the comfortability between the two characters because on a, on a personal level when you're more comfortable around somebody it's easier to be more sensitive or vulnerable in a, in a scene. You can act it and you can pretend like it's there and it, it might manifest very well but when it's, when it's real then it, then it always lends um, a certain natural component to the characters and yeah I mean there is, there is a few weeks of rehearsal before we begin filming where we get to see each other again and reconnect and catch up on life and whatnot and then you that's kind of your job as an actor though um to to create something out to to create something um with another fellow colleague yeah i agree no yeah you uh you're sorry another question who who would like <laughs> to be questioned <laughs> Should we, should, we, should we go over there? Should we go that way? Theo, are you happy going that way? I'm uh, happy going that all way. All right, let's go that yeah. way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Pass it along. Thank you so much. What's your question? Hi there, I'm Shannon. This is Lily. We have a joint question, so I'm okay. going to ask it. Um, from Divergent going into Insurgent, both your characters have matured and grown up quite a lot. Do you feel like you relate more to your characters within Divergent or Insurgent? Good question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well done. You get two free uh, computers for that. 
Uh, you sort that out. Um, you, yeah, I think, um, yes, you do. You change yourself um, with the p passing of time as well, and you kind of you grow or your experiences happening to you. So, so yeah, I, I guess the the latter four for me. What about you? Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would agree. I would agree with that. I think that I'm more similar today with um, Tris in Insurgent than in Divergent, but it's just simply because we grow as well. Um, we have time for a couple more questions. Should we get this lady down the front here? Can we get a microphone? Thank you very much. Hi. <coughs> um, which This question is for both. Which faction, faction would you choose in real life and why? Have you been asked this before, ever? Have you ever been asked which, which faction you'd be in? I, uh, no, I can't imagine you've what ever been asked What faction would that. you be in? Well, yeah. so, which one would you be in? Come on. She's, she's trying know. to think of one from Harry Potter I'm right I'm brave. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so Dauntless. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Sweet. Well done. Well done. Two, <laughs> two more Max. Um, <laughs> Make it very clear. None of you are getting Max. Ignore <laughs> um, Theo. Um, for go I mean, because I'm sure you've never been asked which faction. Oh, yes. Be. I see. Um, I would. Uh, I like the idea of Dauntless, but I think it would be. It would get pretty relentless after a while. So I would be divergent. I would be divergent as well. <laughs> and apart from that, Theo doesn't have the change for the train, so. Uh, let's, we've got time for one more question. Should we get that lady right over there? Is that all right? Because she's been too excited for far too long and we haven't picked her. Hello. Aloha, baby. Hi. Aloha, yeah, <laughs> hey. I, um, I thought we might need subtitles <laughs> for a second, but we're all right. <laughs> Obviously, your characters aren't perfect. So I was just wondering, what are your three, wait, no, hang on, wait, what are the three best attributes about your character and the worst attribute about your character? Oh. <laughs> best attributes. Um, Triss is a fighter, not a flighter. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, Triss <laughs> is willing to stand up for what she believes in, even if that means putting herself in danger, which is stupid but also great for um, the civilization that exists around her and uh, she I think she can be she can struggle with empathy but I think at the core she's deeply empathetic and I think her worst her worst quality is she's far too impulsive yeah um, I think the good qualities of him are he's a very moral person he's um, you know a kind of a thinker, um, you know, he doesn't, he kind of stands back from the crowd and, and maybe he's kind of a leader as well, as we'll find out in Insurgent. Um, uh, he suffers from um, poor taste in jeans. And hygiene? No, no, he, he um, <laughs> I think he, he he's, he's, he's not very um, understanding of people's flaws, so he, he expects people to be... Uh, to be, you know, as good as they can be very quickly and sometimes be very impatient. And then I'd say his one floor is... Dress. <laughs> a flaw? I meant in a nice way, but I really... Uh. I don't, I don't want to break up a happy home, so I think this is probably the time to leave it, but I think we have a little clue for the third movie. Uh, we are out of time. If any of you are wandering past a little village in London called Leicester Square, Tomorrow, there just happens to be this thing. It's like a world premiere of a movie that you may know in Surgeon. So please feel free to pop down. 
We would love to see you there. The movie is out on the 19th of March. Please go crazy and thank my insanely brilliant guests, Shailene Woodley and Theo James. Thank you.